0: From the brains behind Teal the Show, this is Teal the Podcast, your source for Jaguars news and analysis, with NFL insider Mark Brunel and your host, Cole Pepper. We welcome you into Teal the Podcast. Minchu Mania is here, and it is real. It is alive, and it is well. So we'll talk a little bit about the Jalen Ramsey thing in a minute, but I do want to get into... (laughs) I, we got to do Minshew here first. Yes, I said before the game uh, on Thursday night that the one thing that was giving hope to Jaguars fans was Gardner Minshew. Yep. He took that up a notch, <laughs> and and at one point I leaned over you in the game and said, "What's his ceiling? What's his upside? Like How good can this guy be?" And you just looked at me like, like I asked you how to get to the moon it's like who knows
1: right I, 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 it's it's uh what's the word it's surprising like you just it, think about the rookies quarter the rookie quarterbacks that have started their first game in the NFL they've started their first season. there's not a lot of them that have had success Dan Marino. This kind of success. Mm-hmm. Dan Marino, I don't know his numbers, but yeah. I'm guessing he burst onto the scene and, well, and right. really did re- well right away.
0: Peyton Manning led the league in interceptions struggled. as a rookie. John Elway, struggled. Lined up under the guard. I, and Andrew <laughs> Luck uh, had, a, had a measure of success mm-hmm. his first year where yes. he
1: thought, all right, he's going to be... But there's no way his first three games were like Gardner Minshew's first three games. There's nobody's, no way. Nobody's has. I mean, you no. look at it from
0: a completion percentage standpoint and so forth. Although, I, I, I found it interesting. There are two stats involving rookie's first three games where Gardner Minshew is at the top of the list and also on the list are one of them is um, I think it's completion percentage number three on the list is Blake Bortles oh really? (laughs) which tells you doesn't guarantee anything this is true and then there's another one where something about throwing touchdowns in in rookie's first three games the other guy in Jaguars history to have done that Byron Leftwich Yep. Yeah, I believe that.
1: Uh, yeah, it's 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 very interesting. Uh, he is, he's not playing like a rookie. He's making uh, veteran decisions, and when I say when I say veteran decisions, he's just taking care of the football. Uh, listen, it's not perfect. It's not going to be. It never is for anybody, even the best of the best. You know, throw interceptions or make mistakes, bad reads. But he's taking care of the ball. He's using his legs. He's been. I'm seeing some arm strength that's surpri- that is surprising yeah. me. He's getting the ball down the field. What's really impressive to me is not only the decision making, because he really is keeping the ball out of harm's way, it's the accuracy. Yes. These back shoulder passes down the field to DJ Chark, you know, 25, 30 yards down the field, Cole, those are tough to throw. And uh, he's putting the ball where it needs to be. And and it's been great. Now he's doing all of that, okay, with out a running game, basically. Yeah. Is there any reason why an opposing defense would respect our running game? Only if
0: they look at the last run that Leonard for the sixty nine yard run.
1: <laughs> thank goodness for Leonard, we got that because it would be a different week. Yeah. You know, talking about the run game, and I know that's not all Leonard. We know that we've talked about that. It's it's the offensive line. Um, so they've got to figure that out. Uh, obviously Gardner and the offense is benefiting from a just absolute dominant defense but uh I've just been impressed I mean we haven't even talked about the the moxie and the personality mm-hmm. and the and the the mustache and the headband it's just it's refreshing it's fun and it's exciting there's there's it, it's a he's brought hope into this season where 24 hours ago we're thinking this is gonna be bad well you know you win, you make one you win a game, and all of a sudden,
0: everything's different. Where were you in 19, in the summer of 1981? I was uh, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. I was in Santa Maria, California. You know where I'm
1: going with on this? No, I have no there idea. Was a, the
0: original athlete mania that I can recall that was called a mania was, of course, Fernando mania with um, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, Fernando Valenzuela. And Fernando came in and was just unbelievable. Dodgers wind up. You know, going to the uh, it was a strike-shortened season, but they, uh, it was interrupted. They wound up going to the going to the World Series uh, and winning, and and having Valenzuela, who was capturing all of Southern California because of the Mexican American uh, heritage, yep, the Mexican heritage, uh, and and the fact that he was different. He was kind of pudgy, yeah, left-hander, yep. floppy hair. Yeah. Uh, when he turned to, to deliver the ball, he would he would look up, look up. to the heavens I and that. kind of roll his eyes back. I I know
1: we we used to uh, one of our favorite things to do was go to a Dodger game, and I can't guarantee you that that I was at a game that year, but I probably was. My dad, big baseball guy, mm-hmm. we'd always go down there at least once a year. So I don't think I I may not have seen Fernando, but I was at a Dodger game. I'm sure. So
0: I mean, it was it was a manies on the cover of Sports Illustrated, yeah. uh, and for those younger viewers, uh, readers, uh, listeners. Uh, Sports Illustrated is a magazine that uh, used to matter if you were on the cover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the They'll modern put, they equivalent. They put
1: Gardner on there. Why wouldn't you put
0: Gardner on there this week? I th- why huh? right absolutely. So why not? I I I, I think one and two and we're Jacksonville. <laughs> there's why. that. Um, I, I also think about a number of the, um, you know, the, the players who have had these flashes as rookies who have burst onto the scene. Um, it's less likely to happen in basketball because, for the most part, you know these guys. But Jeremy Lin, Lin Sanity, yep. uh, had that when he came in. He's, he certainly hasn't become a superstar, but he's been a yeah. pretty good player in the NBA. I remember that. Yep. Um, and I'm trying to think of other guys who have sort of burst onto the for scene rookie as rookies. Here. Uh, there was a guy, there was a hockey player, uh, you may recall him, Named Eric Lindros, sure. With the that. Philadelphia Flyers. I remember the name. I don't remember him bursting uh, onto the. Scene. He was originally drafted by the Quebec Nordiques, and um, didn't want to sign there, and so in between being drafted and signing, uh, or having his rights traded, affiliate signing, he took batting practice with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> And now, he, so he has a baseball card of uh, as, <laughs> as a so, that's awesome. Uh, never actually played in the game. So I'm just thinking of some of these things, but the fact that it's happening here in Jacksonville, and, cool. and I'm trying to think back to the last rookie who kind of captured anybody's imagination. Maybe MJD. Um, I wouldn't hear. Yeah, uh, I couldn't tell you. Uh, you were, were no better than winning a Super Bowl, I
1: think, yep, or thereabouts. Somewhere's. Um, yeah, I'm, when I'm you, trying to think in, in your my days time, here, well, Fred. you know, Fred. Mm-hmm. It would be Fred. It would, what's interesting about that is that Fred in training camp was not good. No, yeah, he wasn't good. We were thinking, oh man, I don't know about this. Then he gets to regular season, like, ah, okay, right away. Yeah, all that's right. what yeah. we were looking for. Yeah. Um, but it wo- I don't remember him having two, three, four, five games into it where he was like, oh man, this is incredible. He just, I think, he steadily got better as the season went on, and had some some games were better than others, but. He was good early, but yeah. nothing like this. Well,
0: and there's there's, an a, there's two added components to this. Number one, he's a quarterback, which means he's going to get a lot more attention. Yep. And number two, you mentioned it, the headband, the hair, the mustache. Yeah. It's just different. The personality. I love it. Um, I just love it. We, we had him out at the Mark Brunel show last week. And uh, after the show, you would have thought... That one of the Beatles was signing. Uh, you know, we always have a pretty well, good for
1: Jackson for Jacksonville. It was one of the basically Beatles, right? I mean, yeah, right. I don't know if he's it's...
0: Ringo or George or John or you know who he is now, but um, Oh, it's funny. But, but, but you know, it, it, the the reaction uh, kids. There was a there's a there was a kid out at the uh, at the show who said he was going to dress up for as Halloween for Halloween. Yep. I mean, it's really. It, it I read was a something. tweet
1: earlier today. Is it? How many, how many babies, boy or girl, are going to be born? <laughs> like in Mike Duraco, is that yeah, Duraco yeah. named
0: Gardner? Yeah. Boy or girl? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> For the, I will the say this: rock. it is a lot of fun to have to have that going on, it but is. it all goes away if he if he can't play.
1: Oh, there's no question. This is all fun. If he continues to play at this level, it will only grow, and it'll be crazy. Uh, he goes out and throws three picks against Denver uh yeah this mm-hmm. comes to a the mania call. sort of the mania just yeah. kind of just i know i i think there's mm. enough
0: momentum that one game won't it. I agree
1: it. i i completely agree and i think this kid has enough swagger about him that one game's not going to just shake him yeah he's not going to get you know rattled listen my my brother-in-law my brother-in-law my wife's sister's husband uh he's in his early 30s he went to washington state so every year he's he's a Supporter and he goes to the games and he flew in the night uh, the night before the game just to watch Gardner. Mm. Got him pregame field passes and he says, "You know what?" He said it was crazy at at, at Washington State and he says it kind of feels
0: the same here now. I mm-hmm. mean, the 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 Minshew mania is real. By the way, it didn't take long uh, in Pullman to uh, you know for him to to get some attention. Yeah, and to have his teammates really buy in. Yep, and for the city to buy in. I hadn't taken long here. There's something no. he's got a charisma that is is p- kind of plainly obvious to everybody. Yep. And I mean, there, there's some star power there now.
1: I, yeah. There's it's like a there's a simplicity about him. Yeah. A blue collar like feel about him. He's the he's the working man's quarterback. And I haven't heard this said, but I get I, I bet he gets along with everyone. Mm-hmm. I bet he's making connections. In that locker room, with with guys that more often than not don't really connect with the quarterback, if that makes yeah. sense. You so, know, and just,
0: this is not the the exact uh, sy- uh, symptom of that, but DJ Chark, who has a locker right next to him. Yeah. You know, your wide receivers, your quarterback should get on. Absolutely. You know, but I ask him, so what what's this guy like? What? Is, and he's like, Well, you know, I went to LSU. I'm, I've known some guys like him. He's from Mississippi. I, right. So, you know, there's some deep south kind of yeah, personality yeah. traits. He goes, it's been, it's been easy. So, you, to your point, a lot of guys are finding it very easy to sure. uh, get along with him. And I do wonder, in a locker room full of strong personalities, whether there will be any jealousy that comes in because he's getting all this attention. I, Ooh, I, I wonder. And Interesting point. This is a I think a very fragile Jaguars locker room right now. They can agree. go up or down, you know, uh uh on a whim. I agree. I really wonder about that. Yeah. Um I'd have to put some thought into that, but but um I haven't seen it yet,
1: by the way, and I'm not yeah, sure I will. No, and you but, may, we may not. Yeah. Um but uh there are some there's there's some personalities in there. You know? I mean And and this is, I'm just speculating, but where's Leonard Fournette right now? That was the first thought I had. Where's Leonard Fournette? Uh, Everyone wants to be the star, you know, whether they say it or not. And clearly, Leonard wants and thinks he's the star. Well, he's not. He's not the star of the offense. Mm -hmm. No, that that would be Gardner. And it's not even close. Well,
0: and I think that two point conversion, even though that was more on the offensive line than it was on Leonard, I think that was a tipping point as far as that's concerned that mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you're going to have and we saw it last night going for on fourth down throwing the football yep. at the end of the first half they call a bunch of instead of just handing it off or taking a knee you know they they, they tried to get something going there which i thought was you by heard the way, my
1: thoughts before the season on leonard yes yeah
0: and and that and, and listen i i think you basically said this is a prove-it year for
1: him it is a prove-it year and and i but i also said that we have seen Leonard Fournette's best football. Mm-hmm. We saw it in year one. Yep. And and I would be surprised, and I know it's early,
0: I would be surprised if he's in a Jaguar uniform next year. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other big personalities in the Jaguars. Okay. There, this gosh. Actually, these comments will be quick. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, as of the taping of this podcast on Friday early it's, afternoon, yep. um, is still a Jaguar. How long will that remain the case? It, it's hard to say. How long will it remain, or how long do I want it to remain?
1: Yeah, you want it done now. Don't I, you? I want. I want. If you don't want to be here, you should. You should go. When you say, when you tell the media, or the media finds out that you've asked for a trade, you're basically telling your teammates that you don't want to be, mm-hmm. you know, with them anymore. I think it's disrespectful. I think it's a slap in the face. Um, this is a team game, and but Jalen Ramsey did not get that memo. If you want to be somewhere else, I think the team should should do whatever they can, whatever they can to get the compensation that works and make that happen. I think he's, he's burned a bridge. I know he's still here, but he has burned a bridge. It's unacceptable. He is a selfish player. He is uh, one of the most self-absorbed players in the NFL. I mean, we're talking Antonio Brown-level type stuff. We have one here. And he's our best player. I mean, think about this, Cole. Our best player on the team just a few short days ago asked to be traded from Mm -hmm. the Jacksville Jaguars are are you kidding me I don't understand that and I'm I'm not so old-school that oh you're just old-school it's a different time no I'm sorry this is football and football it's it's a team game it's never about one person I don't care how good you are and if he wants to go grant him his wish put him somewhere and let us go forward.
0: Is there a team where he could go to that would be uh, where you would say, where, where if they made a great trade offer, that you would say, no, we don't want to send him there? I would want to send him into a division. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one so of, Tennessee is one of the teams that keeps cropping up on yeah, the radar. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't send him. To, why, why would you do that? You're making them better. Mm-hmm. You know? Would you send him to an AFC team? Uh, I prefer not to yeah so I, I'm with I you I want to send him on AFC I agree with it so the teams that we're hearing that have been making some some offers teams like Kansas City and Oakland and and Tennessee uh, I think Baltimore was in there as well but there's an NFC team that I think might be the ultimate landing spot for him and that's Minnesota mm-hmm. um, it's an NFC team you send them away you don't have to see them they're not going to do anything their quarterback is up and down yeah uh, Minnesota would be perfect. And and you, you, you might get a better first-round pick out of that, or two, or whatever it looks like you're going to get. Yep. Um, perfect. That'd be perfect. I think that's, for the Jaguars, it's I think it's cold. the best-case scenario. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> cold. <laughs> now you're getting really punitive cold. now. Uh, <laughs> they can play inside, so there is that. I don't uh, care. It's cold. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, so the, the other interesting, interesting thing that I've seen, I, and I mentioned on the podcast last week when we played some, or the last episode where we played some snippets from uh, from the from the TV show. I'm seeing a real split in terms of how people feel about this situation based on age. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, the demarcation line is roughly 38 years old. Yep. Yeah. If you're th- 38 or older, you think, "See ya, move on." Yep. Time to move on. If you're younger it tends toward how can you get rid of Jalen Ramsey get rid of Tom Coughlin get rid of Doug Marone get rid of Dave Caldwell we gotta have Jalen Ramsey as a guy who has who is both an old man as well as a former player in the National Football League can you do you get what the younger set and I'm saying this with a ping with a broad brush is saying about this that hey this is a generational talent don't you know don't let him get away No, I don't understand that at all. Mm. Let's let's. I mean, he is.
1: Let's say he's the best corner in the NFL. Okay, still a corner. Just a corner. Um. And it's not just about on the field; it's off the field. Okay, let's say we keep him around. What's in the next? Something else is going to happen a couple weeks from now. Okay. Um. Something else is going to count him up. Okay, he's going to say something. A coach is going to coach him. I mean, think about
0: why we're here right now. Why did he? Why did he ask to be traded? Okay. Why did he ask to be traded? Here is my take on it because I think it's sort of a more. Complicated I got pretty, thing. I know it's pretty simple to me. Uh, well, okay. I, I, the, the instances that have led up to this is Tom Coughlin said he wanted everybody in uh, for for the or, uh, organized team activities, yep. and he felt called out a, as a result. Yep. Um, then the team wasn't winning and they, he thinks that he should be utilized in a different way. So he thinks he knows better than the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Then, he thinks he knows better than the coaching staff and the system they have in place to review uh, a yeah. penalty. And then he thinks that uh, if Doug Marrone comes over and tells him not to act like the fool, that he should be able to fire back and yeah. and, and so the So basically,
1: if you boil all that down, and you're exactly right on all that, basically Jalen Ramsey asked for a trade because he got offended. Mm-hmm. He yes. got offended. Have you heard that before in this younger generation? Without a doubt. Everyone's offended. You know, someone my feelings were hurt. I didn't like what was said. I feel I could I could thrive or blossom elsewhere in an environment that
0: isn't so, you know, demanding or oppressive. You know, and that's we see that a lot. And by the way, the fact that he didn't get a new contract yeah. two, with two years left on his deal is part of this as well. His damn, his fe- feelings his being damn hurt. His damn's feelings got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> I mean how many times uh, just, did Tom Coughlin hurt I was your just, feelings? I was just thinking that. <laughs> I was just, I was just
1: thinking about Tom. I get a picture of Tom. Guess what? You know, first of all, getting offended. All right, there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's called being coached. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my feelings were hurt when Tom would yell at me. It's part of the game. It's how I got better. I didn't cry and say, you know what? I want to go find another team, Coach Coughlin. I was his quarterback. I knew he wanted to get me better. So when he got he got after me and stuff course I didn't I didn't like it you don't like getting yelled at you don't like making mistakes but what do you do you you know what I'm gonna learn from that I'm gonna go get better anyway I, I could go on and on but we've got a kid that just got offended and you know what you're gonna get offended in your next stop on the uh, the next team no one's gonna
0: unless you go 16-0 uh, and 0 and yes. and they they use you exactly the way you want yeah, pay you just, more than you I, think you should get
1: it's just maddening to me I hate to see it It's actually, I'm not at the point yet, but at some point I'm actually going to feel sorry for the kid once the dust settles a Mm -hmm. little bit because it's it's a bad place to be, you know? It's a bad place to be when you're so upset because somebody said something that you didn't like hearing, that you got coached, or you didn't get what you wanted, or or you felt like you were being called out, or, you know, ah,
0: change the subject, Pepper. (laughs) Let's just wrap it up. up Let's wrap it. you got a football up. game to coach. I, I know. I'm You're going to go out there right and now. take it out on some poor sophomore, it. you know, nickelback who's oh. trying, who's playing his second varsity game or something. <laughs> oh. You know what, though, it was, a,
1: it was a great win. It was much needed. Um, I'm hoping Miles Jack
0: is, is fine. By the way, my prediction is yes, based on seeing him in the locker room and not having sunglasses on and hiding his uh, eyes from. That's good. I mean, it's mean, just um, we'll see. We're one and two. We'll beat Denver. it be great. We'll be 2-2. Two two. It'll be perfect. There we go. The prediction from Mark Brunel, there we go. whose feelings have not yet been heard on this podcast, but I'll try harder next time. Thanks for listening to Teal the Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. And as always, you can find Teal the Podcast under the Sports tab on newsforjacks.com. For Mark Brunel, I'm Cole Pepper. And for your feelings, thanks for listening to Teal the Podcast.